Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I want to see, like, honestly, I would pay Lancey money to, like, go through and, and give us stats on that. Yeah. That'd be great. Beers per 60. Expected and we could do like ice time, how much like time we spent talking about each year. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I think expected beer percentage is the I, I I need I need Lancey to figure out which one of us has the most expected beers per 60 versus like actual beers per 60. Welcome to Brews and Bruins, episode 20 of season two, your Friday content this week. We are the Brews and Bruins boys, a The Hockey Podcast Network boys, presented by Bruins Diehards. <laughs> I tried to go weird with it, it didn't work. Bruins Diehard boys. <laughs> Sponsored by Save More Spirits. And no, save More Boys. <laughs> <laughs> And draft boys, the draft king boy, the boy kings. Hey, can we got an ad read? Uh, yeah. This episode of the Bruce Ruins podcast is sponsored by Save More Spirits. Check them out for all of your beer, wine, and liquor needs. They have all of the macro brews as well as a healthy offering of local beers and craft beers from where? Everywhere. Where you ask? Everywhere. All. Everywhere. Over the fucking place. <laughs> Check out their locations in Somerville, Medford, Cambridge, and Malden. I don't know if we were checked with Kenny that we we're allowed to have. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I have a feeling. Well, here's the thing. You know, I think Kenny knows what this podcast is all about, and uh, this is you know this is 21 and over, folks. So he didn't you know. give us a script. So yeah. Uh, if you want to learn more, you can check out SaveMoreSpirits.com. That's Save and More without an E spirits.com and of course you can also order online from minibar and drizzly free delivery if you use the promo code brews and bruins on drizzly that is promo code brews and bruins with an ampersand and no spaces get that free delivery from save more spirits on your first order and and tweet us tweet us what your order is i want to see what you guys we're always telling you what we're drinking and and i want to know what you're drinking this is a two-way street this is a cause and effect relationship yeah also so, jo- join our uh join our beer threads when we're watching you know when when the, bruins those, are, yeah. when the bruins are playing hockey games we'll we'll generally throw out a, a drink thread we want to see what beers you guys are drinking all, all you folks drinking beers and watching watching hockey games and if don't, you're that's how this podcast started if you're not on twitter Follow us on Instagram at Brews and Bruins, and we post beer there. You if can you're not us. on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. I, like <laughs> I would assume you have one or the other. If you don't have if, either, if you're not on Instagram, uh, friend us on Facebook, and we'll probably not accept it unless we know who you are. <laughs> and then also, you can just leave us a five star rating, uh, or not five star rating on I mean, Apple. We're not Podcasts picky. Just leave us a rating. 
a review would be good. I mean, if yeah. you're if you have any qualms, any quibbles, any any other problems that start with Q, if you like One to of declare our any malarkey, it's called minimal quibbles. Minimal quibbles, qualms, quibbles, and queries. Uh, if you have any of those three things, uh, you can put those in the reviews as well, and we'll. Uh, check that once every seven, eight months, and, <laughs> and, and then adjust accordingly. Um, oh, oh my God, guys! Guess what? What? This episode what? is also sponsored by DraftKings. Oh, two of the sport's most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. <clears throat> if you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs this weekend. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Nice. I'm well, getting better at them the shorter they get, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> honestly, though, I, I do use DraftKings. It's the only uh, the only daily fantasy sports app I use, and everybody should always do what I'm doing. So Yeah. You know that. what they say, be like gear. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, let's uh, let's do beers. I don't know what you guys are drinking. I I decided to chug most of my PBR while Drew was doing that read, and now I'm <laughs> opening a new one. Um, th- this it's a special occasion. We're we're still celebrating our one year anniversary. This is just our Friday content for the it's day. Our, it's our one year month. Then. <laughs> uh, it's our anniversary month. So hey, I'll I'll kick us off. You know, nice. I'm, I'm going to be selfish like that because uh, I, I picked this one out special. Um, this is from Burgeon Brewing Company uh, or Burgeon Beer Company, I guess. Um, I, I always get it mixed up when there are brewing companies that go with a beer company instead of brewing company. But uh, local local brewery out here in San Diego, um, they have the sickest cans. They always, they, you know, <laughs> this is the the pride black fade uh jersey of of cans right here like I, I love these gradients man that just the vibe is so good um this is a carlsbad crush mosaic pale ale one of the things i really like about this brewery is not only do they they do different hops they'll do like a bunch of different beers of the same style of beer with different hops so you get a really good idea of what each different kind of hop kind of gives you. And then also the other thing they'll do is they'll list on the can, like all of the hops that they used in that beer and the malts that they used as well. So it just gives you like, it just trains your palate better to like know what things taste like. And, you know, they're not all great beers, but they, they help you out a lot with, uh, with what's going on. 
Um, this one has mosaic and mosaic cryo hops um, and malts. They got two row pale wheat and carafoam. Um, and we're going to give this one a taste. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, man, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's just like what you want in a pale ale. You get 5.8% alcohol. So it's like bordering on IPA kind of deal, but it's uh tastes a little bit like a hazy, like a very new England style, just kind of like rounded on the edge. Like it doesn't have a sharp bite at all. So man, drinkability that's, that's high. It's like a 35 drinkability taste. Yeah. Just good citrus notes, but nothing, nothing too sharp. We're talking like, mango not like acidic citrus i guess mango is not citrus we'll go with mango i think mango is like the lead flavor there mm. very good we're gonna go 30 taste nice, nice. very very good cool. beer crushable beer tim carl's thomas bad. had a patrice bergeron on the taste carl's bad crush um i am drinking a citizen cider uh for those of you listening to the podcast obviously Love my beer, but I also really like hard cider. Um, this is probably the best hard cider that I've had in the U.S. Um, this is the Dirty Mayor, so it's a ginger-infused cider. If you listened to a couple episodes when I had um, the... I'm going to fuck up the name. Some kind of Japanese uh, ginger-infused beer. Uh, and Drew and Chris both made fun of me for how much I talked about ginger because I do love it, especially in drinks. Um, so this is really the perfect cider for me, but... Really big fan of this. Um, like I said, really the best cider that I've had uh, outside of Ireland before. So give it a quick sip here. Drinkability, uh, still pretty crisp, not overly sweet either. You get a lot of ciders, I think, nowadays, especially the kind of like national big, big brand ones that are kind of overly sweetened and such. Uh, this is a nice in-between. It's not too dry. It's still sweet, but it's not like sugary. Um, so drinkability pretty high up there for a cider i'd say a 25 definitely crush through these but um you know like any cider you, you you get past a couple of them and it might start to hurt a little bit uh taste definitely can taste it a good punch and, and the ginger really does deliver through i'm gonna give it a uh 35 on the taste scale and uh yeah just a, a quality drink all around uh, i like to mix it up once in a while especially after having a beer or two that's more on the bitter side nice to grab something a little sweeter so Shout out to this insider. All right. <clears throat> and last and certainly least, um, I have <laughs> I am Drew Johnson. Um, <laughs> I have an omission lager. I've featured omission a lot, my favorite gluten-free beer. And I just realized they are from Portland, Oregon, and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, dude, do not call Oregon Oregon. Oh. What the Oregon Trail, man? Yeah, it's gonna be Oregon. Oh man, I didn't know you were one of those, Drew. See, <laughs> I just pronounce. I really, I just pronounce syllables a lot, is what I'm told. I really enunciate all syllables, so Oregon. <laughs> I mean, you just did it in enunciate. You said enunciate, so exactly, yeah. Hey, see, I, did, see, I do that. <laughs> it's a writer's thing, man. You wouldn't understand. Actually, you would. You write for BruinsDieHards.com, by I the do. way. I go, do. Go check out all my writing that's probably not still available on that website, but uh, I'll write some new stuff. Um, But yeah, for the hell of it, I'll give this a rating because like, I've, I've given it so many ratings. I want to know like in another <laughs> year what I, the I do. I do really, I want to see, like, honestly, I would pay 
Lancey money to like go through and and give us stats on that. Yeah, that'd be great. Like what our shooting percentage is for it. That's even possible. Beers per 60. Beers per 60. <laughs> um expected and we could do like time. ice time how much like time we spent talking about each year. <laughs> um, no, I, I think i think expected beer percentage is the I, I i need i need lancy to figure out which one of us has the most expected beers per 60 versus like actual beers per 60 um and the the other thing to note about this beer that i'm just reading now i decided to do a lot of reading <laughs> apparently it says that the beer is fermented from barley, which is a grain containing gluten. And then after they extract the gluten is what they do. So it's not like they use like a potato or a rice thing. Like a lot of gluten-free beers do. They <clears throat> go in there, they send their little minions in there, right? With big, with big, uh, with big little horseshoe Mag- magnetic Mag- things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and they take it out. So actually that, that might not be how that works, but, um, but yeah, Classic. I think that's actually a cool way to be doing it. Classic gluten extraction. Instead um, of just like avoiding gluten products, use that gluten product, then take that gluten out somehow. Science. Chris would see, know more about that. It, just just because it's science doesn't mean I know more about it. <laughs> it. It most certainly does. Whether you know more whether you know science or not, you probably know more science than I. Okay. <laughs> actually, it's called seance. Yes, it's a seance, actually. Science. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is your friday content everyone cam's cam's back we, we, had, we, had, to, back. we had to stall for cam he's back <laughs> and in that time i i thought of what we could talk about for this so as we're recording this there's no bruins hockey actually happening by the time you hear this there will have been some bruins hockey so you're not going to hear about that uh, my my guess is they probably won because they're a good team and we like them. They do the um, hockey well. Yeah, they, <laughs> and they, we like them. That's the main. Yeah, that's the most important thing is this podcast really likes that team, and I think I think that positive energy will manifest in wins. Yeah, positive um, energy is looming large. David <laughs> Pasternak listened to our last episode where we really pumped his tires. So I hope uh, so. Yeah, had a good game. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a mostly a Pasternak episode. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I think I think we could just like ramble on and talk about whatever for forty five minutes or, or however. But I, I think it'd be cool to just like I don't know focus the conversation on beer because um, we are we are a beer a beer podcast beer conversation podcast, um, especially when there's no hockey going on. So I think it'd be cool to talk about like what macro brews you find yourself drinking most often, and this doesn't have to be the sole focus of the podcast. But I mean like we could probably do a fucking hour episode on what you like to drink in terms of macro brews. Cause what we do mostly on this podcast is drink craft brews and local beers, but there is a place for, for macro brews and I, I do a fair amount of drinking of them. So I'm interested in your thoughts. I, I know drew you yeah. drink mostly Corona. I think uh, it's especially interesting because like, I find a lot of people who drink, like especially up here in, in Maine where we have so much craft beer, a lot of people are like snobby, like, oh, no, I only drink craft beer. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, all right, well, I, I like craft beer, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to like turn down a Miller Lite if you give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, there's a time and a place for both. So I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're very much not into drink shaming on this podcast. So uh, I, there have been some people who came, who came on the podcast and were uh, maybe not embarrassed, but like, 
okay, here's what I'm drinking. And like, I had to feel like they had to defend themselves uh, against an attack. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not, the title, we're not yeah. snobby. It's just, uh, I, I do like supporting local businesses. And, and I mean, especially with where we live, like a big craft beer areas. So it's not, not hard to do that, but also sometimes it's cost effective to just get yourself a, you know, a big, big pack of PBRs. I think that's my, that's my preferred macro brew. I think in terms of not necessarily because it's a, a hipster beer, I think it's gotten that, that uh, reputation over the past five, 10 years, but I'm, I'm a little dismayed that it, at, at a price point, it has become the same price as Budweiser. Uh, and I, and I think they're pretty comparable beers. I would, I would probably drink either on an occasion, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of over the years I've developed a taste for things that taste like beer and PBR tastes most like beer to me. And that satisfies my need. Yeah. That's what you need sometimes. It, it, the most beery beer in a way, if you will. A beerable beer you can beer. A beerable beer you can beer. Um, <laughs> And it won a, it won a blue ribbon. Some, yeah, like exactly. It won the blue just, ribbon. One just like my high school. Like. <laughs> Things my high school and beer have in common. They both won blue ribbon. Uh, I think, kind of on that note, it's like sometimes you like I, I love experimenting with craft beers and stuff. Again, I, I live in such a great area for it that I, I really feel spoiled to just like walk into the store and I have like essentially what feels like an endless choice of like brand new beers that I've never tasted before. That's awesome. But there is something nice about going back to like the old reliable, you know what I mean? And, and even if, especially, you know, you're out like golfing or something, if you're doing other things where you're not just like, Hey, I'm sitting here watching hockey, appreciating this beer. I feel like I'm drinking and doing something else like beer league. For example, I wouldn't be crushing craft beers with beer league. It'd be kind of a waste. Cause you're just slogging them down. You're not really thinking about and appreciating the beer. So that's where, Kind of those macro brews can really come in handy. As far as Chris's question, though, I, I feel like I, I I don't know if I can answer this with one beer because I'm the type of person that kind of bounces around macro beers or macro brews. Like, I don't want to say growing up. Growing up, I always liked, you know what I mean? But like <laughs> no, no, early no, on, no, I guess, in my drinking days. Like, Since the womb. <laughs> like, I'm more of like a Miller Light than a Bud Light kind of guy. And hopefully yeah, you like keep us getting a sponsorship. Well, yeah, I'm just saying I'm 22, actually. <laughs> In the early days, Wait, you are. No, I mean, so you're a year and a half younger. Okay. Well, I mean, I turned 23 in April. If anybody wants to ship me some beer for my birthday, um, but yeah, yeah no, so, this man some brews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I like. Uh, I mean, Miller Lite. I find myself going to a lot. Budweiser. I, I like a lot. I do like Heineken. I feel like that's kind of a little bit polarizing. It's really a situational thing. Like, if I'm somewhere warm on the beach, Corona is going to always be my go-to. Um, as far as like, like a, something, and that's like I'll always give it credit for tasting like something. Yeah, I know I mean, a lot of sure people I, are like hit or miss. I'm not sure, if I like that taste, but <laughs> I mean, it tastes um, like this. No, I, I think it tastes. I think it tastes kind of skunky, and I'm kind of there on Corona as well. I think oh, well, Corona like smells like weed, which smells skunky sometimes. Okay, okay like Corona really like like I've been asked before like did you just smoke weed? And I'm like, no, I'm just drinking Corona. And it like, if you smell the bottle after like thinking about weed, like you're like, whoa, actually that smells so weird. <laughs> Chris is like, I have no idea what weed smells like. Yeah. I've never been. Is weed? Yeah. <laughs> See, Chris, weed is this, this great drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't think, 
so Corona and Heineken, I'm I have no problem with the aroma. I think the the taste of your tasting it, it it can be off putting, but I I'm not picky about it. Like I will absolutely drink both of those beers, and I, I agree that they they can be satisfying. Yeah, I do want to say, Chris, you kind of turned me back on a PBR. Not like I ever was off of it necessarily, but like you know, you go into the store and you're like, ah, here's the wool and all the choices. I just hadn't grabbed it in a while, but like I did kind of jump back on that wagon. Um, and then yeah, I drink a lot of Budweiser this summer. It's my um, roommate Lexi for that, by the way. She's she's always been a big PBR person, and that yeah, was like I think it's one of the more beer. reliable, like cheaper beers. Yeah, um, my, my college beers were less were less sophisticated than PBR. Oh yeah, it was Natty Light for me, so Natty, <laughs> you can't Natty get much Light. less sophisticated than that. Natty Light and Keystone Light were the the two big ones yeah. for me. So same, I, same. Interesting. I'm trying yeah, to think what I drink. there. I'm trying to think what I drink in college because I guess I, I drink, did drink a lot of Corona because Corona is like the macro brew that is actually like gluten free. There's not too many out there that are you know like a. Well, I, I suppose Corona is international, but uh, you know national brands that are gluten free. <clears throat> I don't curious. like Bud Light. I know that. <laughs> I'm curious if there are other uh, similar styled beers that are gluten free. Like, oh. do you do you have like a, a list of those off the top of your head? Of like similar to to Corona or yeah, not necessarily Mexican beers, but beers that are that are gluten free. I, I know some gluten-free beers. I mean, Omission is one I drink a lot. Uh, like there are any other macro brews. I know you just said this, but... Gluten? No, oh, no, no. None that you would like. I, I was yeah. thinking more like imports, but like... No, like I mean, I just... I just all I know is like... Uh, is really like breweries that they're just designed like we're going to make a gluten-free beer yeah. and they do it because the, to market towards gluten-free people. But like Corona, it just happens to be because it's tequila-based. Um, which is what kind of just like separates it from that. But yeah, Glutenberg's a great gluten-free beer. And then, yeah, there's all these like small local breweries too that you'll find, but Omission and Glutenberg and Corona are the ones that are more national. Um, But, you know, I like, like last episode, I featured an IPA. I usually do that. I can handle, you know, a couple of regular beers in one sitting before my stomach wants to kill me. Yeah, I was never a big fan of like the Budweiser, Bud Light. I did like Heineken early on in my beer drinking days. Yeah, Corona was really just the one I always went to. PBR isn't bad. A lot of them taste the same to me just because I don't have them a lot, you know? Um, It's kind of like whatever's there or I have my gluten-free beer. I'm trying to think because in college, there were definitely ones that I gravitated to. I really liked Rolling Rock (laughs) back in college. So I... (laughs) Before... Before I turned back to PBR, Rolling Rock, Rolling Rock was the the cheaper beer that I would I would drink, and mostly as an inside joke because um, I had a buddy in high school whose older brother would would buy us beers, and I've, I've definitely told this on the podcast before, but people who are listening to that episode probably are different people who are listening now, but uh, we we would always ask him what like, he would ask us like, Oh, hey, what, what beer do you want for this party or whatever? My brother will get it. And uh, we would be like, yeah, just uh, get us something cheap. And like, he would always get rolling rock. And then like, we'd ask, Hey, get like a really nice beer and he would get rolling rock. So after a couple of times, <laughs> we, we just started calling rolling rock, the good stuff. And uh, <laughs> so for, now, wait, were you saying that ironically at the time or was it just like unexpected? Absolutely, like- absolutely. Ironically. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. But many years after um, in, in grad school, 
I kind of just took it upon myself to experimentally go and, and grab some rolling rock again and just see uh, if it held up at all. And it kind of does. It, it's uh, it has a unique flavor and, and it's not necessarily bad. It's uh, it, you might, you might enjoy it if you're not a, uh, if you've, if you've never had it and it is pretty inexpensive relatively. Uh, the reason why I stopped drinking it is because it started giving me insane headaches and uh my my mother has informed me that that is a common occurrence among uh, rolling rock drinkers. <laughs> there you really? go. Hmm. Interesting. I like the can mm-hmm. too. Nice color scheme they got there. But yeah, oh. I mean the 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 green bottle is always great. Like uh, yeah. I I did mention on the last episode I'm pretty averse to bottles, but that's that's one of the few beers I get in bottles. Mm-hmm. I, I like you said I I'm with rolling rock and um I guess a couple of Heineken Corona. Uh, it, and kind of similar to what Drew was saying, like I, I will give it credit for having a distinct flavor because there are a lot of the like traditional light beers that do really taste the same. And I don't know, you hand me a, a Bud Light and a Coors Light, and like on a certain day, maybe a Miller, I might be able to Coors, tell. A little Coors more, Light, but you can't really tell. Like absolutely nothing. I can tell the difference between Coors Light and Bud Light because Bud Light tastes a little more like lighter fluid than uh, yeah. Than Coors Light, <laughs> Um, but having like a, a, I guess, macro brew that does kind of stand out and like right when you sip it, you know, like, oh, this is Heineken or, oh, this is Corona or, oh, this is whatever is, uh, worth a couple of points in the book, I think. So, yeah. I, um, (laughs) I I don't, I, I, I have to say, I don't endorse underage drinking, but I, this was a story of my first beer and you can just imagine what age I was, uh, totally 21. (laughs) 21. Um, it's actually 24. Yeah, yeah, it was actually this year I had my first beer. Yeah, um, this, this podcast. First, yeah, this is my first beer right now. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it, it, my first probably experience with beer is probably like, oh yeah, like you know, my dad gave me a sip of his beer, and it's like that's what beer is. Yeah, that's how I talked when I was twenty-one. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, I had Michelob Ultra. And I was like, wow, this is actually really good. And it, 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 good way to experience beer for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't realize till later that it was just because it was like one of the lightest beers water in the beer. world. <laughs> it's just like like water with like a hint of beer in it. So <laughs> my my first beer was Keystone Light. So yeah. Keystone, wow. I'm like a little ashamed that I don't know what my first beer was. I really don't. I have no idea. Because you were too drunk it's to been, remember. Can't just stop black No, it's, it's not even. I, I think it, again. I've said so many times this podcast. I have a dog shit memory, so it's definitely just that. But like, I feel like that would be like that should be something that I know just based on my personality. But you I should really, ask some people or, I mean, that you spent time with back during. The who, beginning I, if I don't remember my first beer, how can I expect anyone else to remember my first? Well, beer? was it your? Maybe it was your first beer and that person's first beer, and they'd remember. Well, if I remembered that instance, I probably would remember the beer, but I don't know when. What was when your first was. drink ever? You don't need to like say when when it was and all that. But so you, like, I not don't just know. Beer, I honestly don't know. First Mine was a shot of Patron. Ooh, Ooh money maker trial, over here. Trial by That's fire. Base cowboy energy. If I've ever seen it, right there. Mine was. <laughs> Mine was walking around a park in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> my friend had a bottle a 7-Up bottle and it had some 7-Up and some whiskey it was a mixed Ugh. whiskey and 7-Up drink and that was my introduction to alcohol and that's tough I watched a friend of mine who shall remain nameless 
makes a Heineken with a blue Gatorade while we were in uh, Montreal. Oh. And that was one of the most the daring exercises I have ever seen. Um, Heineken with a blue Gatorade. That's I feel like I'm just picturing like a science experiment. It's in like test tubes and everything and like beakers. And it yeah, just, no, like, I, I, think, I think legally he should have been required to wear a hazmat suit while he mixed that. Uh, but he he wasn't at the time. It was a bold bold play for sure. My college buddies and I used to mix uh, Bankers Club vodka with Gatorade, and that was disgusting. We uh, called it Bankerade. Oh, I'm sure yeah. I've mixed worse, but it wasn't. It was intended to be bad. It wasn't. But, but Heine- Heineken with Blue Gatorade is an intro. Yeah. Like cutting cutting beer with <laughs> with anything, anything, literally anything is not. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I, I will. A hell of a time I, though. I will cape for uh, brass monkeys, orange juice, and, brass monkey. And yeah, shouts to, monkey. Shouts to the, the Beastie Boys. Um, That's yeah, if you if you if you ever had beer with orange juice, um, pretty good. Like wake up on on like Saturday Sunday morning if you're if you're trying to have like a day drinking day. Or Monday or Tuesday, if that's the way you roll. <laughs> it's about to be me. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, yeah, because Monday is your Saturday, right, Kev? Basically. Yeah. But uh, but uh, don't for now. Don't yeah. uh, don't ruin a good beer like that. Definitely, definitely a light beer, a PBR, or something. But I think it's a good mix. And uh, I mean, just like a now splash. I'm curious. I've never even heard of that thing. I'm. I'm... It, it's it's kind of like a. It's like a beer mimosa. Like mimosa yeah a little yeah. bit but like more like okay you have a pint of beer and it was like a 12 ounce beer and then like four ounces of of orange juice and it's uh man it, it tastes good Hell yeah. is it a drinkable beer you can taste absolutely and we're, gonna have, to more, we're gonna have to do an am edition of bruce and bruins <laughs> yeah. 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 well that'd be kind of yeah. down actually that'd be kind of cool bruce and bruins easy like sunday morning <laughs> I love it. I, I can sing that song if anybody wants to hear it. I think that might be well, a perfect out. Honestly, I don't know how much yeah, wine. Yeah, perfect more way out of this. Yeah. Situation. <laughs> perfect way out of the situation. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I need Get the fuck out of here. Kill some bees. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Good job, fellas.